0: yo yo what's up brother what's up my man how are you good man just working out yeah pumping some iron
1: uh no i said working out but i meant just working (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: lifting up that cell phone back and forth (laughs) (laughs) clicking the clicking the mouse getting your pointer finger in shape
1: yeah just trying to make it look like i do a little bit of work around here
0: yeah do you work from home
1: yeah man it's uh it's, I'm
0: gonna go back but it's nice being able to do whatever I want yeah yeah I guess a lot of companies are are in that hey let's just stay at home and we'll save on the on the rent and the overhead and all that yep yep exactly yeah those are the days before COVID I did construction project management and it was, it was it was one of those jobs that you're never really done for the day but uh you know half the time I'd be like on a job site but then the other half they would kind of let you work from home before it was cool yeah. and it was it was just great because I would I would get more work done at home because like you're constantly walking by your computer and like you know what I mean like and if they could trust you without needing a manager over your over your shoulder all day you know yeah but uh... During the work time, I would, if I was in the office, I'd be talking to employees and, you know, doing the bathroom trips and (laughs) avoid work. But but yeah, yeah, man, Had some news drop. Um, got the big one, yeah, which you know, we don't need to talk a lot about it because I'm sure Twitter's gonna crash today over it. (laughs) It hasn't already, but yeah, 11 game suspension. You were actually the first one to break the news to me um and that what five million dollars slap on the wrist yep so what i mean what does this do for it did you have so you know sean watson the football player did you have any shares before this happened were you i know in the drafts i think you and i did i don't think i saw you picking a yacht but like
1: no i think i have him in one league and i just got him i think maybe last week or the week before and it was, okay. it was an add-on on top. I didn't need another quarterback at all. And I think I had, I already had two good quarterbacks and I had somebody else sit on my bench and uh, the guy needed a quarterback. So I gave him the one guy I had sitting there and I was able to wait it out. So I didn't need Watson, mm-hmm. but now I've got him almost for free. So it was, it was a nice trade for me, but I don't, that's the only league I have him in.
0: Yeah. It's kind of a no brainer. Yeah, I picked them up in a couple leagues like here and there where mainly leagues where I was like, all right, I'm not... You know, worst case scenario, if he, if he missed all year, even if I didn't have him, I, I probably wasn't going for it this year anyway, you know? So yeah. I was like, I can kind of afford to to sit on him like either teams from last year that were just a failed contender and now I got a bunch of these old guys, that, you know, I can't move. So I was like, I eh, might as well, you know, get him on the bench but but I'm seeing like even before this mainly like the guy the people for the most part that you know the fantasy managers the dynasty managers that owned him um were kind of you know viewing him as like the top five top ten quarterback and that's what prices they wanted yep. so it was like uh, do you take that risk do you take that you know that gamble and you know if you're trading for him Pretty much, there goes your season unless you're you're pretty well stacked. Um, I got an offer actually this morning before the news broke. I was going back and forth with this one guy. It's kind of like a middling team. Um, it's in a in another league from last year, and uh, it was it's probably pretty fair. It's kind of I went through all my leagues from last year, and I had so many freaking like 106 to 108 picks. Um, just like middling teams, you know what I mean. Like, and this year I'm like, look, I either I want to be one one extreme or another. I don't want to, I don't want these middle of the first picks anymore. Either get them off my team and fully go for it, or like I want zero points and I want the one hundred one, one hundred twos. But so it was my first. Um, And it's been sitting in my inbox all morning, but so it was, yeah, he sent it this morning. So I first sent him, um, Jameis Winston, Terry McLaurin, 23 second for Deshaun Watson. And he countered with Winston Godwin and my 2023 first for Watson. Um, so it's probably fair on paper. It's one of those, if you punch it in a calculator and, I mean, maybe not with his with his value up and down, but um, like the rest of my team, I have Lamar. I have Lamar and Baker. So I I'm assuming Baker is all but the week one starter at this point. Right. Um, do have Gino, you know, if if, if something kind of fell through and then kind of just a bunch of like met pieces, you know. Yeah, Yeah, nothing really like I have T Higgins Hawkinson McLaren Godwin Um, so it's like I I gotta do something because like they're good pieces but there's no like big difference maker outside of Lamar and Higgins maybe so it's kind of like been going through my because I'm going through all my leagues lately and just like all right, I want to be again I want to know and obviously this can all change with one injury but you know, I, I don't want to be the middle of the team with a bunch of like, okay, maybe high-end wide receiver twos, you know? Um And, you know, some back-end wide receiver or quarterback ones, uh you know, high-end QB twos, stuff like that. So just kind of trying to find the difference between them. I don't know if that made any sense, but <laughs> just kind of going through and then, you know, again, it's on paper. So if I make this trade pretty much there goes 2022 for me
1: yeah i don't know if i do it and i mean that's yeah if you first to a second maybe like you because you had it originally like you said you had the second in there i don't know if i give up the first form just
0: yeah born with winston in it i don't know right and winston he could be a one-year guy could not be godwin's coming off the acl um, but again, like as is my first is probably like a 107. This guy's already got like three or four firsts. So he's going, you know, productive struggle, just productive struggle rebuild kind of mode. So I see what he's trying to do. Um, and again, it's probably fair. You know, if I was the Deshaun owner and someone's coming after I'm like, I'm not going to just get rid of him. Every year he played, he was top five, but I don't think this year he'll, he's probably going to do a whole lot, but, but yeah, it's just kind of,
1: kind of stuff like that. F-ins, so he's back for, I mean, even the playoff run, what, four weeks? He gets you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or five
0: weeks. Right. Yeah. I think, um, let me see here the settings. So I think playoffs probably start. Yeah. Playoffs start week 15. In most in most leagues, I think they do. Yeah, yep. So playoffs start week fifteen. So could get him back, but it, but again, like you know, I don't know if you saw him play. And it was only one or two series, but didn't look good. He's got some cobwebs to shake off. Um, right. You know, like, like Amari Cooper. Who knows it? Like how he's going to be this year. Didn't look great last year with Dak. So I I, I don't know if he's got a.
1: That's the one that probably hurt me the most is because I did try to go out and get Cooper in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Because even with, you know, expecting the the suspension and everything like that, but if when, or not Lamar, when Deshaun's got his number one, they're going to be a number one. So yeah, Lamar yeah, is good. He'll still get his, you know, brisket targets and everything like that because he's just that good, but he's not going to be what he was with walking. So that hurt a little bit, but I'm still not that right. bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he can spread the ball around, um, but they still are like a run first team too. Like the Browns, I don't know if they're going to ch- totally change their whole philosophy with just cause Deshaun Watson's coming over. I, I think they're going to probably utilize the skills, but, um, like end of the day that they do kind of funnel everything through Chubb and, um, you know, Kareem Hunt or whoever the running backs are this year there. But, right Uh, but yeah cooper's been weird he's he's one of those guys i don't think i have any shares of but it was more of i'm just staying away from the browns like i have a couple kareem hunts um but just didn't know you know the, the sean watson thing now that we have some um clarity on it now you might see some deals um but there's a, there's been some trades for him though, like on DLF Trade Finder and Superflex Leagues, got Godwin for Cooper and, um, Cooper and Tolbert. I'm
1: I'm just I've never been that big of a, a Godwin fan, so I'd still take Cooper and Tolbert side.
0: Okay. Um, there's a bunch of like big package deals, but um, okay, here's one. So DJ Shark, Mari Cooper for Devontae Adams. What? Yep, Adams. Adams <laughs> yeah. a smash, right? Yeah, yeah big time. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, James Conner for Amari Cooper.
1: Amari uh, Cooper.
0: That's probably pretty close. I, I guess. Let me see. Uh, that's a one QB league. Um, kind of a, a bunch of little little deals like that, but again, it, it they were all before today too, so. You know the, the deals were probably a little, little watered down. People not knowing what the hell they're gonna, you know, who's gonna be passing the ball to him. But, but yeah, um, but yeah, man. Um, we had a couple deals this week. We actually had some in in uh, the OG one league. Um, I don't know if you you don't really need to pull it up, but. The show, she I think I shared it for me to you a couple times before. You should still have access to it, but um, Trade Addicts One we had Chris Olave for Jameson Williams and Tyler Boyd. Olave for Williams and Boyd. Which side do you take him?
1: I'm a you know, I'm a big Olave fan, so I, I gotta rock with my boy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like a lot of me, too. That's close. Again the the manager trading for Williams. I'm sure they know, you know, J Mo's probably not a twenty twenty two play. So they got some you know, Tyler Boyd, he's tough to play unless something happens to Higgins and or uh Chase. But but if something does happen to him, like he's gonna get a shitload of targets. Right. Um it was a couple games last year where it was Higgins was out in the beginning of the year, I think. Um and Boyd was great. Like he was a an awesome flex piece. Um he kind of always has been. He's just not like an alpha wide receiver one, but he was like, kind of like a solid um PPR, you know, slot flex player. Yeah, he's kind of like a flex spot when he when there's nobody else in front of him at that time. Right. Yeah, that's that's kind of the other side of it. But um yeah, probably gotta go with Olave. Just uh I'm an Olave guy too. But it sounds like he's tearing it up in camp too. I'm, I'm really, really excited for him. He's my number one owned rookie from this this draft class. Um and do you go on Dynasty Planet ever?
1: Um, I do check it out every once in a while. Not not very often, but okay. every once in a while with if there's something I I think it was who was it? It might have been you. Uh, or maybe it was Scoop. Mm-hmm. Uh just to see if you're trying to get a deal done. See if that person likes a certain player or not, and see how many shares they got out of them. Yeah, if I need something to kind of give me that little bit of edge, <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out.
0: Yeah, so they added some, and it's been in here for a little bit now, I think. But you can sort by you can sort by um, draft class or like draft year. So and kind of see. I've actually, plug in, in my my username right now, um, and you can see like how many guys you own from the twenty-two class or the twenty class, you know, all the way down to whenever the hell Brady was drafted. And um, kind of see, you know, who, who who you own the most of. So, but Alaba is like the number one owned player, but um, but it sounds like him and Winston are gonna click pretty pretty well. He's learning under Michael Thomas, who's apparently back. Back to full health, I guess, but you know, he's not going to be that 2019 year. But, um, yeah, so if you go, let me see here. So, yeah, sorting by draft class. So, actually, Jerome Ford's my number one, my number one dude player from this class. But, you know, actual starters, they got a lot of it at 10 shares. But, but it's cool. You can kind of sort and see who you own, you know, from each class and kind of pick through. Um, pick through all the years and see who, or just see who wasn't in, in that class, too. So, I like doing that from time to time, but that's interesting, too. You're saying like getting the edge. So, I was listening to uh, Pacas the other day on Dynasty and Chill, mm-hmm. show, but he's really big into portfolio dynasty, um, and just processes and looking at it more as like a business, and um because today like most of us are in a lot of the same leagues but but even if we're not i would say like the the minimum most of us are in are at least 10 leagues right you know that's going pretty low it's probably more like 15. (laughs) so like we all have our phones on us we all have the same information we all listen to podcasts we all have the content we all get the you know twitter notifications and all that so so like there's no real edge that day like i don't consume more information than you do you know or maybe there's a couple guys in the league that that aren't 100 plugged in but we all have access to like that same the same information there's so many podcasts there's so many articles out rankings free stuff so so where's the edge you know what i mean where are you going to find that, that edge in the class, or in, in your league, I mean.
1: Yeah, awesome. yeah. And not like an edge to like, to like win a trade, but to see like if they're interested in a certain player that I have that I might not be in on, but they like a lot of like Godwin. So, if they have a lot of Godwin shares and I'm trying to get rid of them, I'm going to throw them in a package. So, he's off of my team and now he's on their team, and I end up getting somebody else that I want.
0: Yep. Yeah, you can do it that way. Um, or it could be the opposite. You see, hey, I got 15 shares of this guy, like I don't really want another because if he gets hurt, now I got 15 leagues of a starter that I don't want um, or just like getting the edge in, in your class or in, in your league in general of like, how are you going to, how are you going to win this week when we all have access to the same waiver wire podcast that footballers put out or, you know, whatever the mainstream pod is Wrong. Um, and just like, where that at? So a lot of it's just being active like it's it's hard to say like if someone says oh i'm i'm gonna pick better players than you or i'm gonna you know just be on the waiver wire where the new are um you know again, maybe that's true maybe you can 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 pick better players but but all in all, all of us pretty much have the same access to everyone you know sleeper's great with with keeping the content on on the players um and and just again like where's that edge so it's tough like knowing the settings i think is super important knowing your settings um last year i didn't really give a shit because most of the leagues i was in was two wide receiver two running back you know maybe 1.5 tight end premium super flex so pretty similar there but um you know just trying to trying to get the upper hand on someone, it's hard It's hard these days, basically, what I'm, what I'm trying to say. But, yeah. um, you know, and all of us, and being more active, I guess that can happen. But again, like all, all of us are kind of weird. There's a lot of crossover. So usually all of us are, are have our phones attached to our hands all day, so.
1: Yeah, especially the ones that, like you said, there's, <laughs> when we're playing a lot of leagues together, I'm pretty sure we're up to like 11 leagues together now, I think, just alone. Something probably at like least yeah and then crossover with cleave and pink and mm-hmm. dollars and Scoob, and you know it's one way or another you're in a lot of leagues together so you, you get to learn who they like and what they like so right
0: it,
1: it does help but it also makes it harder
0: <laughs> right Yup. yeah having that communication is is helpful though of you kind of know how they think, but at the same time, like you might want to try something out different with a di- with with another league. um And hey, I'm trying. You know, I'm diversifying my my portfolio and seeing. You know, I want ten shares of this guy at at a certain roster ship percentage and more and thinking of it as numbers instead of you know players. But but we're kind of getting into that point of the year where you know shoot, it's, it's can't believe it, but it's almost the end of August already you know like it's kind of everything's switching over to kind of redraft mindset soon yeah you know what I mean exactly speaking of do you do any um, are you in any redraft leagues do you do any um, you know not even necessarily different platforms but uh, best balls or or like 1QB leagues anything like that so I wasn't
1: I was trying to get rid of all my redraft leagues which wasn't a lot Mm but I ended up sticking with the three that I've done for a long time, just because I have been doing them for a long time. I didn't want to leave everybody hanging, so I decided yeah. to stay with those three. And then I still got suckered into one more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, those no, are hard to like, say no. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, man, we're gonna have a big party. I was like, all right, all right, okay, okay. Uh-huh. And uh, but those are just the, the the one quarterback leagues. They're the the like you said the two RBs, two receivers, and a flex, and mm-hmm. it's and they're just doing all these dynasty leagues. It's it's got my mind all crazy. I'm just trying to oh, yeah. think about how to stay away from the, the dynasty mindset and just stay in the oh, yeah. mindset. So Yo. I'm just trying to do as many mocks as I can right now before the draft start to happen, just to make sure I don't mess it up again this year.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, that's totally true. Is it a lot? Is it like, uh, is it your buddies? Do you guys meet up and do it? Or is it like on?
1: Yeah, these wow. are guys that I've like, we've hung out and played softball together. And we play uh, Madden and video games together and stuff when we have time. So we nice. hang out okay. and we watch football on Sundays and talk shit to each other. So
0: okay, it's, a, it's
1: always a good time.
0: So they're pretty tapped at, um, maybe not to like your level, but they know... They know what's going on with deshaun watson
1: <laughs> yeah exactly but they're, cut they're, cut they're not out. addicts like i am but they, they, right. they know what they know football so we'll put
0: it that way <laughs> okay yeah so there's, maybe you have a little edge over them as opposed to you know some of your other other leagues that you're in and stuff um but i'm actually on the cloud i'm doing a couple so i got really really into um uh best ball this year just because you know once you and once you hit like 20 leagues you know, you're on them again. We're on them every day. Like we're active every day, you know, at least a, a couple, uh, once an hour, you know, we're, we're pulling up our phones and going on and checking stuff out. But, um, but I'm in that got really into uh, best balls this year, just because, you know, once you hit 20 leagues and then you get to 30, uh, it's really not that much difference, <laughs> you know, you kind of break over 10 and you're like, okay, I can handle this for the year of setting the lineups next year you do 15, 20, whatever, by getting into best ball, just because I love drafting. One of the best parts of it in the trading. But, you know, also I want to keep going, but I don't want another lineup to set. So that's kind of, that's just appealed to me this year. I kind of got out of it just because it was like half these leagues were, you know, after the draft, they weren't active. And then, yeah, it's a best ball dynasty league, but they kind of just stayed inactive, all off season two you know what I mean but but um, but having the crossover with guys that you know at least if you send them an offer they'll they'll at least get to it within a day or two I can live with that but um, but I'm actually on the clock right now on a best ball redraft league Um, it's 1.75 tight end premium super flex start Twelve, and for some reason, this guy—they added kickers and defenses in it, but um so guys are really part of the start twelve. No, so so technically, it's let me see. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So actually, it's start eleven. One, two, three, four, four flex, one tight end, two wide receiver, two running back, a quarterback, and super flex, and then a kicker and a defense. So so I guess it's start thirteen technically. Um, but I was going through the settings and doing, you know, and Sleeper, how they have, and they have this on MFL too, but you can click the leader bar, you know, sort by points per game, sort by uh, total points for the whole season or whatever you want. Right. So, and all these guys, so we're in round 19 and guys are starting to grab kickers and, and defenses. uh but so last year, if you store in this specific league, and I think it's just basic. I don't think he did anything with the scoring for defenses. So even if it was a normal redraft or uh, dynasty league. So if you had to guess, what was the highest defenses points per game last year? The number one team in the league. If you know, if you had to guess their points per game. Nine. Pretty close. <laughs> 11.6. 11.6. Yep. So that would put us at, if you're going about wide receivers, so that would put you at the wide receiver, somewhere in between the wide receiver, 39 and 40, which was Kendrick Bourne. Right. But those guys also had, you know, one week Kendrick Bourne. And again, it's a best ball league. So one week Kendrick Bourne at 21 points. He had 20 points, 16.8. He had a 25-point week. He had a 26-point week. So they got those spike weeks, right? Um, And kicker, the average kicker – I'm sorry, the number one scoring kicker in the league last year had 12 fantasy points per game, which was Carolina's kicker. Second kicker, all the way down at 9.9. So – I'm sure you probably think the same way too, but like, why do you, why even draft these guys? I'd rather just take, you know, even a wide receiver four on a team that has even one, if he has one game of a spike week of like 20 points, he already kind of paid off, you know?
1: Yeah, but, exactly.
0: Uh, and same with uh, the running backs too, of like, you know, these guys, if they're one injury away, one, one COVID, you know, sit out away their starter gets COVID last minute and now they're playing well shoot he could win you the week just, just that alone whereas the defense yeah they're getting you like nine points a game but um, I could have used that spot for you know the third running back on the Ravens or or whoever you know the Chargers whatever but um, that's kind of what I'm going through it. like everyone's already picking the Chargers the Rams the Dallas Cowboys were they were the that number one um, points per game defense in the the league last year, the eleven point six one. But uh, so Marlon Mack, I'm looking at Marlon Mack and Joku, maybe Gerald Everett.
1: And um, Joku and Everett are still there in round nineteen with the one point seven
0: five. Still there, <laughs> yeah, yep. Wow. But you know, and Joku. So I have, uh, I got Andrew. So I went Lamar at the one oh. I was at the one oh seven. And it's twelve team. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. So it's only a ten teamer. So that's probably why they fell a little bit. Um, but I took Lamar at the one o seven, wrapped around at the two o four, and took Andrews just because in I like having the, them two stacked together, mm-hmm. especially in uh, best ball Because like week five last year, they played Indy. They played the Colts last year. Lamar with this scoring it's not like crazy points or anything like that just kind of average PPR um but Lamar had 44.8 points week 5 Andrews had 49.95 so just just them two alone they probably want if you had those two they probably won you the week maybe even having one of them but um This year I'm getting into stacking. It's like the favorite word of the year. Like everyone's saying stack. Um, And I don't know, I'm I'm not a huge into stacking, just, uh, you know, unless like, you know, basketball is different. (laughs) I've never been a fan
1: of I say, yeah, I'm the same way. I've never been a fan of the stack.
0: Yeah, and I feel like most people kind of use it incorrectly. Um, like stacking, you know, again, redraft, okay, best ball. I think that's kinda what it was originated from, you know, kind of kinda really what it's made for. But you know, stacking the wide receiver four on the Patriots with, you know, Mac Jones in your dynasty league, probably not the best process because who knows if he'll even make the team, you know, or, or be around in a year and right now I don't know. But it's a little pet peeve of mine because <laughs> everyone likes <laughs> it <here? laughs> but so who you going with if you're me so you got again I got I've been going super wide receiver heavy I have like my last six picks were Osborne Higby Isaiah McKenzie George Pickens DJ Shark Mariota, Tyler Lockett Christian Kirk only running backs are Pollard Kenny Walker and ETN and then I want Metcalf Deontay Mike Williams CD Lamb nice so that's pretty much my team right now so yeah it's all wide receivers but again in in best ball like I want that spike week like I, I probably should get some more depth looking at like Marlon Mack which it sounds like he might have lost his job already but yeah I think so <laughs> but you know running back's pretty volatile it's <laughs> Very rare. So one running back plays the whole entire year, every single game, um, and I'm sure he'll get some, you know, like Rex Burkhead. You know, every year he's good for like a three touchdown game at some point. You know, that's what um, I was just gonna say.
1: With the Texans, who knows? They they might go Pierce one week, Burkhead the next week, Mac the next right. week. That. and I think yeah, they, and there's one else there too. I think that's way over right. There.
0: Jamal Williams still on the board, like he, you know, he he he's not a good pass catcher, but again, that one game where he can get, you know, 120 rushing yards and a touchdown, you know, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for at this point in the draft. But um, Palmer still available too. I'm pretty good on I'm pretty good on on wide receiver right now, but. Like from here on out i kind of look just to get those those running backs that are a spot start for a week or get an injury away a covet you know outing uh, away
1: and you said this right. is super flex or just the one qb
0: uh yeah no
1: this one's super flex okay i was just looking at that the other league that we're in the trading haze that's a mm-hmm. 10 team with the 1.75 and i went through the draft and joku went in round 10 Everett went in round sixteen. That's it's a big difference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why he kind of fell here. I think so I have three you no know, yeah, I have three tight ends already, but I don't think a lot of people noticed the one point seven five in here. Like that is a that's a decent preo. That's one point five, it's outside like the top five, ten guys, it's not not really you're not gonna have a difference maker too much, but um The 1.75 is where it can start to move the needle. You know, 1.75, obviously two tight end, and then we played in some crazy ones. But um, 1.75, you can get some big spike weeks if they get, you know, two touchdowns and and 50 yards. Like That can really add up pretty quick. That can be your your flex flex for the week maybe too.
1: Yeah, big time. Just like uh, Njoku last year, Two games where he had three catches for 30 yards and a touchdown, 20
0: points each week. So it's just like, yeah, it's super easy to get. Right. Hmm. Man, I don't think you talked me into, into taking him here. Well, him or Jared Everett. So last year, uh, Jared Cook, who's, you know, not, I don't think half the athlete that Everett is, um, ran the fifth most most routes amongst all tight ends. Um, and a lot of it was, like, in the red zone. He didn't do much with it, but just the opportunity was there. And with um, Brandon Staley's new offense, like, it looks like they, they want him, they want someone to, like, be that dude. You know, he came from the McVeigh uh, coaching tree, right, um, Brandon Staley? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so they, uh, you know, they're familiar with him. They know Albert, right? He was, he was with the other LA team for a long time, so. Um, and this isn't a uh, dynasty league this is just a redraft one but these are the rounds where it can make or break you like again one injury away and boom you got you got a league when you got the James Robinsons or the um, you know Elijah Mitchell's they were they were they were in these rounds and lower so yeah so but, just
1: taking a look at Jared Cook had, so in that scoring, Mm -hmm. he had 221 points last year in that offense. Yeah. And so that would have been more than A.J. Brown. It would have been more than
0: Devonta Smith, more than Chase Claypool, Ayuk. Yeah. Yep, and all those guys in this specific draft, they went, you know, between rounds 10 and He'll shoot nine and, like, 13, 14. Yeah. So, there's value to be had. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like Mariota this year, too. Like, he's he's not good. Ritter's looked really good, actually. But I don't know if you watched any of that preseason game, but he was rushing, like, it looked like every other play. It, you know, he, he made one or two reads, and then, boom, he was off. Yep. So, yeah, he looked pretty like, decent. Did. yeah. Got me uh got me a little hype. I have unfortunately but a lot of <laughs> shares. Um, even if it's for one one year, whatever, like it was it was pretty late, like four round fourteen, thirteen, kinda in there in most drafts, but um but yeah, he looked like he still got some juice. Um Arthur Smith knows him pretty well, like I'm sure that's gonna be part of their 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 game scripts are like, hey, let's get some, let's clear some lanes for Mariota just to take it because like that that running back RB one job is, I guess you can say Cordero Patterson has it, but does he really? You know, and for how long? And like, I don't know. It's he he might he might have it more juice in him, but could have been like a one year wonder kind of thing, and just no one saw it coming. But um, I'm sure they're they're gonna have some. Design runs in their their game script for him at some point.
1: Yeah, most of, one way or another, he's going to get some touches.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um, I think I'm going to go with making a making a pick on on the uh, on the air here. All right, I took Everett. Nice I'm at it. the end here, so I'll have a pick again in like five picks here. So. You, you ever do any uh underdog drafts
1: you know i was gonna get into that because you were talking about it the other day and mm-hmm. i was going to and then i ended up doing something else but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna join a couple just because i got a couple of dollars sitting in my account there so I'll go yeah ahead and okay that.
0: yeah yeah so they had a bunch of like these little three dollar drafts um that are just huge entries. so the odds of winning are really really low but they're three bucks they're all one quarterback um Again, just, just mainly to be a part of a draft. I just like drafting so much. But yeah. this was my first year doing one QB. And it feels like forever, but basically like the last three years or so. Mm-hmm. So it took a little bit to, like, A, turning off the dynasty brain, like you were saying, and then B, not looking at quarterbacks and, like, not trying to reach. Like, a, a couple, I think I, I put in, like, they, they did a deposit match, too where it's like up to 100 bucks they'll match but put 25 in so they matched it you know so I had 50 um, and then just sign up for like a shitload of the $3 ones there you go <laughs> uh, yeah and they have, they have slow drafts too so just to get a bunch of them going that way I'm just you know throughout the next couple weeks always have something kind of to pick on But um, but some of these were pretty nuts like Mike Williams was going in like the second round and it's half PPR. Um, and again, like it, it's so weird. For me, when the first draft, when I saw that, I was like, what are they doing? You know, <laughs> you know, but it's like it's not dynasty, it's not in and I like Mike Williams a lot, but um but second round, it's like by that point though, you're looking at I'm sorry, so he went like third round, I guess at most, but but after that, it's like A it's getting into like the A Rob, um, you know. Juju Smith Schuster kind of range, Jerry Judy, um kind of some guy and Kyle Pitts. It's not tight end premium though either. So he kinda of, he kinda of more or less falls into like high-end wide receiver too. And you can kind of look at Pitts that way in, in redraft, but uh, Keenan Allen kind of going around there too. But Michael Pittman, T. Higgins kind of in that range, but so, it, it makes sense, but their ADP is just so different from, you know, all the drafts we've been doing this offseason.
1: Yeah, that's exactly why I've been trying to get those mocks in, just because you're thinking, oh, yeah, I can get this guy in the seventh yeah. round. Um, too bad he's you, you could have got him in the seventh round, no problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it was a big Mike Wilfam. Any big body Clemson wide receiver, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to go wrong with taking usually. But, yeah. Um, but and they just locked him up for what another three years like mike williams like he started out so good last year and then he was like the overall wide receiver too i think the first three weeks two three weeks or so um and then like one of the podcasts i listened to and it's like oh yeah looked like mike williams was there but then he looked like mike williams you know and just kind of he would disappear at times and blow up and but I watched a lot of their games last year, and I remember, and at least probably at least three games where Herbert just couldn't connect with them. Like he was getting, you know, seven to nine targets, but just would be too high or whatever, whatever the reason was. He would only come away with like, you know, it would be eight targets for three receptions, you know. But if he would have connected one of them, there would have been a 20 to 40 yard touchdown. That would have you know more than salvaged his week. So yeah. if you know, I'm sure they're going to button that up a little bit. And... What was that? Go ahead.
1: I would say, pretty sure he's still the, the big red zone target
0: for them. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he kind of has to be. Like Palmer, it sounds like he's getting more involved, but at the end of the day, like he's he's still the wide receiver three, um, at least for this year. I'm sure you know. But and, and again, Everett. He's a big body dude. He's super athletic. Um, a lot of people want Donald Parham to be a thing. I just, he had a pretty nasty concussion end of last year. And and either way, I think they signed Everett with the intentions of him. Obviously, you know, the money talks too. Like he he's getting paid like a tight end one on the team. So I think, you know, they're going to be looking his way quite a lot too. But Eckler is yeah. always a threat. Yeah, um,
1: Thread he's going he's gonna
0: to get his. Yeah. So I just moved my last Eckler share, actually. I had one share of him. I think two. So last year it was... Uh... Actually, you might even be in this league. Dynasty Nerds, are you in that league? Um, no. There's probably about a bajillion leagues on Sleeper called Dynasty Nerds, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're not in it. Uh, Wiley Peyote is a couple other guys but um, so I traded and again it was kind of like a failed contender from last year Um, made a little playoff push and then kind of the wheels fell off but so I already have Kareem Hunt AJ Dillon so like can kind of maybe contend uh, if things go right Deontay T. Higgins they're kind of like my core guys Patrick Mahomes um, super flex but it's uh, it's actually a start to tight end and then it's also see here 1.5 tight end premium but it's tiered PPR so it's like literally 0 to 4 yard reception you get 0.04 points 5 to 9 yard you get 0.05 you know kind of incrementally goes all the way up to like 40 yards Damn. so <laughs> yeah yeah that's um I've been seeing a lot of those leagues this year too, like the tiered PPR thing, because they kind of kind of rewards those non-rushing quarterbacks too, because they get a little bonus for like every yards, uh, every you know pass completion they make. Um, Like the Kirk Cousins of the world, and uh, you know the Derek Carrs, and and even like Tua and Mac Jones, who they're statues. You know, like they're gonna get. At best 50 to 100 yards rushing, you know. Um, they just get blown away by like the Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray's, I would say Lamar, um, who are elite rushers, but you know, passing and Kyler's, Kyler's actually really underrated at passing, but more so, you know, Hurts and uh, you know, maybe Lance this year, you know, guys that they, if they pull it all together and make a jump, they could be really awesome, but. Um, you know, the book's kind of yet to be written on, on their passing skills, but just, just levels them out a little bit more like the playing field. Um, like people trying to fix fantasy and fix, fix the quarterback scoring in there. because um, unless you have one of those guys, like it's just it's tough, it's just tough to contend with them. Yeah, they're different, I mean. yeah, unless you have Mahomes, Allen, or Herbert, but um, but yeah, so anyway, so I traded. Here. Oops, good. Yeah, here we go. So I traded Eckler straight up for a 2023 first and a 2023 second. Um, I like Eckler a lot, but you know he's already 27. He has no guaranteed money next year. So if he get like if he gets hurt this year, like he, I don't know. I don't want to say anything bad about him, so I'm gonna shut up there. But I think my man needs to hold out because I think he would get paid if if you know he pushed back. He just seems like a nice guy, (laughs) like he's not going to do that. But you know they they drafted Spiller. Um, They got a couple like kind of failed running backs that you know rookie running backs from last year, the year before that people were were pretty hype on, but just didn't didn't really you know Josh Kelly and um, who was the other guy Roundtree? Yeah. Uh, Larry, <laughs> Larry, <laughs> L- Lawrence, <laughs> Lawrence didn't make it, um, but yeah, so again, got him, um, and then I traded Moody and Pollard, I got Deontay Johnson in 2023 second, um, and then I traded Ronald Jones straight up for a 2023 third, and that was kind of before the, the news break, so.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one kind of, kind of lucked out, but went through I think all oh, this league too but so this is the league actually I have Watson um, let's see here yeah so I traded Keenan Allen Justin Fields and Cole Komet for Deshaun Watson and KJ Osborne so that, this was a couple weeks ago Um so I was happy with that because it's 1.5 title premium so it's yeah, it's it's nice. I like Komet, but and I like Fields, but I, I was willing to take that that shot on him. Um I still have the depth where I can live without them too. And just I wanted a Watson share. So I was like, Yeah, you know, that works. Um, but who knows like let me cook
1: those next year anyways.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, I like Fields a lot. I just they just, the Bears did him no favors at all this year. It's like they don't like him, right? They <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really hate, why do you hate fields? Like Brian, I'm sorry, Brian Pringle and Nikhil Harry, they aren't the answer. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Equinemius St. <Saint> Brown.
0: <laughs> Equinemius St. Brown, yeah. Yeah, the the older brother, that's not as good as Ra, but <laughs> you you watch Hard Knocks too, by the way? <laughs> I've seen him pumping iron in there. <laughs> oh my God. His dad is like a legend. I, I heard about that. Like, his dad is, you know, former Miss, Miss, Mr. Universe or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, his mom is like some Olympic medalist, too, I think. Something like that. So they come from like some like crazy athletic genes in their family. But, but in is like, he's, he's an athletic guy. I remember when the Packers drafted him, everyone was, you know, through the moon thinking, oh, he's going to be the wide receiver too. And just, you know, skill-wise, just isn't there. But, um, but yeah, we got a little derailed. I forgot to finish some of the trades here in, in the Trade Addicts, uh, Trade Addicts Leagues here. But we did the Alave one for Jameson Williams and Tyler Boyd. Hmm. So we had another uh, pretty big one. So you had Aaron Rodgers... And Najee for Tua and Drake London.
1: That's a close one. That's a good one.
0: (laughs) It's a really good one. So I'm pulling up the league here real quick. So again, that was in OG1. OG1. So we had... Bam, been a lot of waiver ads this week. Okay, so that was with uh, Matt Dell and uh friend of the show boy of buckeyes so he got to in london and Dell got a rod and naji and again so you know if anyone's listening that that doesn't play these are all like start one wide receiver start one running back start one tight end and then just a bunch of flexes super flex so um I don't know about how you look at that, but it kind of like it, yeah, there's a lot of flexes, and obviously the the tight end bonus is two point seven five, so that's really where where uh, where where the money's made, so to speak. But um, you know, in a way, it devalues each position because yeah, you technically you only got to start one, so depending which way you're looking at it, it can devalue you know, running back, but end of the day, like these are still difference making players. Like Drake London pretty much now seems to be like the overall consensus wide receiver one of this class. Yeah. You know, forget about the the injury going on and stuff, just, just in in drafts and seems like he's the real deal. Some guys were you know, there was some uncertainty with him and his separation, but as I saw on mini campus him separating on guys and, and you know opening up space and didn't see actually one contested ball made so uh, that's really good to see but um I like it for both teams I mean I hate that answer but it's kind of true like <laughs> Buckeyes he's got kind of a younger build going on um, Tony Janu he's got uh, Tua now obviously but Joe Burrow, Pittman You know, so he's got kind of a younger, younger Bill going on. And Dell has kind of the win now team. He's got now Arod, He's got C-Mac. Devontae Adams, Kittle, Kamara, Keenan Allen, Ertz, Wilson. So, yeah, he's, um, I like it for both sides, to be honest. But Matt Dell is a pretty scary team now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's uh, up there.
0: Yeah, he looks uh, he looks like one of the shoe ins as of today for for playoff contention for sure. But that was a pretty good one. I like that, um, and I like um, selling on the Drake London uh, value there too. Like he's he's taking a little jump in in value, and um, you know it's probably about even trade value. So I like that. And that's pretty much it. I had a little BS one this morning with uh, in TA4. So I got Isaiah Likely for two 2023 thirds. So this was kind of just the... I, I probably could have started out lower and went back and forth, but they're thirds and I like Isaiah Likely. Um, I'm super invested in... Mark Andrews and and forget about tight end premium just in general and, and all my leagues. So, um, Yeah, I like Charlie Kolar, but it seems like uh, Isaiah like, they might be the immediate backup for him now.
1: Yeah, Harbaugh seems pretty high on him. He's saying he's going to be involved no matter what.
0: Yeah, and like I, I hear people say, oh, well, you know, he's the tight end too, but you know, he's pass catcher at the end of the day. They need pass catchers desperately, so um, you know, it's more of a, you know, I put him on my taxi squad. That's fine. You know, that's basically what is, what thirds are for anyway. But, um, so a little insurance in case he gets hurt, I guess. And, you know, who knows what will happen, but yeah, that was more or less just, um, getting something going in there and <laughs> making a deal. So, yeah, I was but, trying to have as
1: many trades as I could this morning too. It was just like, man, we need to get something done in here
0: yeah i i'm a little afraid these these ta leagues that just with how high the premium is everyone's a little too afraid to give up <laughs> you know a tight end um and kind of might have backed myself into a corner with with calling them trade addicts leagues <laughs> the drafts were great you know the drafts i think the lowest one we have was like 30 ish 35 trades and in, in one of the startups but um but now I think once the season starts, we'll we'll see some more action going on here. Uh,
1: yeah, I think I even I decided to even almost break up tight end in university and on TA five, and I sent out some offers with some tight ends in there. So we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, yeah, TA five is my bastard stepchild out of all the leagues. I I don't know what the hell I was doing in there and. Um, I'm like look I'm not contending in here and I just I don't like that that league at all I mean that that team at all you've got a couple of pieces but, <laughs> but but yeah um but yeah I got like Drake London Mark Andrews Hawkinson Ertz, Ctn. those are kind of like the, the main guys in there but not much else going on I'm trying to get some first I think I got two firsts in there and I have yours, which is probably the one twelve, but but uh but yeah, so that'll be interesting. That might just be a uh a scrapyard team, but but we'll see. Who knows? You know, one injury. I had a lot of teams last year that I thought were shoeing contenders and had C Mac on and Lamar Jackson and you know, a couple of guys where they get hurt and there goes your season two. So who knows? True. But um but real quick too. So I wanted to talk about with the um, season coming up and I don't know if everyone's got their lineup set and this and that and the third, but i um, are kind of going through some matchups. So we have league median scoring on, I think every single it should be at least every single trade league is the league median scoring. With all the bonus points and with the tight end premium scoring and all that, just think that made the most sense. And I love that. I just love that feature that Sleeper has too. Exactly. You Good. know, it's a great idea. Glad you um, did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was, I never heard of it before. And like last year, it was like, you know, kind of became a thing in, in a lot of the leagues. And it's like, what the hell is this? And, and then, but at the end of the day, like it rewards kind of the, the, Stronger built rosters, rosters, and um, this kind of weeds out the teams that got a little lucky with maybe matchups or, or you know what I mean? Because how many times have in the past past years or whatever you look at the you know the, the scores on Tuesday and you're like, great, I was the second highest scoring team. First guy, first highest scoring team was who I was matched up against. And I would have would have won against any other team, so.
1: I have bad least- luck with that in my my oldest dynasty league. And uh-huh. every single week. I'm like you said, I'm the second highest scoring week or second highest scoring team every week. And then everyone yeah. has their best week against me. And I think I looked at the stats like uh overall all time. I'm like the third highest scoring team in the last five years, and I, I barely make the playoffs because everyone beats me on their best week. It's crazy.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah, so you still get those with the injury, you know, and how how rough this sport is and you know, with the world COVID we're in, but but still it should all in all at the end of the year kinda equal that out. Um But on the flip side too, you know, you get a couple bad weeks and your guys are on IR and you can be, you know, by week three you can be 0 and six pretty quick. Right. So but you know, again one or two good weeks it's kinda it, it's easier to, to – you know to get back in the game get back in the race so to speak um but is there anything you're doing like this time of year to to you know just just get ready for the season any any like processes you do any any um you know anything to prepare for for week one coming up are you are you done your drafts you know what i mean not really, I mean, I was just kind of
1: doing it a little bit as I was going through the leagues trying to make trades, you know, I've got guys IR that shouldn't be on IR and trying to move yeah. guys around and right. kind of guys that I don't need anymore. Or just or I haven't got a chance to do like what you do and do the auto accept list. That's what I need to do is go through them all and just mm-hmm. get the auto accept. Hey, this dude's worth a third, smash accept it, <laughs> otherwise I'm going to drop him and you guys can fight over him. Right that's what I, that's what i need to do i just need a, a little bit more time to do that i think
0: yeah yeah I, I stole that idea from the dynasty and chill Pod too it's like just do it um just try to find those guys that again it depends on the league depends on on you know are you contending or are you not do you think you're contending do you, you know do you think you're not but even if you are a lot of the times it's like you know what that's okay like if someone needs this guy you know, a third is more valuable to me than he is. And, and, and the other manager might think, Hey, this guy's, yeah, the Isaiah likely trade, right? Like, can I, what I've been happy with keeping the thirds and, you know, maybe using them for something else down the road. Yeah, sure. But same time, like I'm okay sending a third for him just, just to have it. But, um, cause I, I, this time of year too like you know having that sometimes even just having that open roster spot can be more valuable than having I don't know the wide receiver four on on you know an AFC West team you know what I mean yeah. um, and just having that spot available for the first week of the guy who pops and you know just not having to make another roster cut but but yeah, and going through to um, let me know if you're doing good on time here too.
1: Yes, I got a little bit.
0: So I just pulled up so fantasy pros rankings too. So this is I like they're free. I think they they're pretty um, they're pretty accurate too here. So this is their latest uh, expert consensus ranking PPR and let me pull up Superflex actually here. Alright, so they got Josh Allen 1, Patrick Mahomes 2, Herbert 3, Jonathan Taylor 4. That's like their tier 1. Any guys next year that you can see falling out of that tier?
1: Out of the tier 1?
0: Yeah. JT, maybe? maybe? I was going to say maybe JT. If you had to pick one, yeah, it's JT. Yeah. I'm not as concerned like end a lot of people think oh Nike Naheem, Naheem Hines is going to get in and like yeah they might throw him a couple more balls here and there but Frank Wright's a good coach like if he sees the team not doing well because they got away from their their philosophy of you know let Jonathan Taylor run into the line 20 times a game they're going to go back to that you know like that's how that's where he's strongest. He's not like a finesse. You know, he only needs 10 carries. Like he's a wear down the defensive line by bashing into them 20, 25 times a game. You know, the Derrick Henry kind of mode, but, but with that comes injury rest too. So, but yeah, that's, that's pretty, um, uh, pretty, pretty straightforward, but maybe we'll see a little Herbert Mahomes swap next year. And we've seen that quite a lot in startups where, Kirby was going second. Yeah, I mean, Herbert set the,
1: what is it, the the record for most touchdowns in two seasons or something, or his first two seasons anyways. Like yeah. Or, four or something like that.
0: Yep. Yeah, and he was getting all this hate going into the draft that year too. So, yeah, he's, uh, he might have some questions, Mark, too. So, like, this is interesting for Mahomes because, like, the team is completely different looking in the offense. You know, for from how it's been since basically he became the starter. Um, and who knows how that'll look when Kelsey's gone. But, but Herbert, too, like Keenan Allen, what is he, 29? 30? 30. 30. Oh. He is 30 already. So, you know, who knows? Uh, you know, he, he might lose a step or two. And, and Mike Williams, just I like him, but the guy. <laughs> You know he's known for getting hurt quite a lot too. So, um, and Eckler getting up there in age too. So, but they're, he's so good he can just they can spread the ball around. Like he'll be fine in the day.
1: Yeah, and I think the Chargers can end up being one of those teams that can draft the first round receiver next year and go get one of the studs out there, and then there's
0: your new star. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, and then tier two, you got Chase. Talk about that. <laughs> you got Chase, JJ, Burrow, Najee, Lamar, Tier Two. Anyone you see in dropping out, going up, kind of the same. Maybe Najee. Yep, that's it. Is exactly where I was gonna go. It's just, you know, they get those big
1: years, and on the little reports that we see, is Taylor's gonna get a little less carries. Najee right. carries, and the, I even saw some of the the running back coach actually statted it out he needs seven less snaps per game over the season to help keep him healthy or something whatever it was but he like calculated it out seven snaps per game for Najee I was like all right that works so if I was going to drop anybody it'd it'd be Najee out of there
0: yeah and again just like the Colts like that's a team where they are you know historically like Mike Tomlin's one of the most honest coaches in the league like he he's not like Shanahan where you never know what he's saying is, is like coach talk or if they're actually going to do it, you know? Um, Like he said, no, I'm going to give Najee the ball. Like, that's usually what he does. So, um, so if he gets hurt, you know, who's the next guy like Jalen Warren, he's a guy that's been kind of hyping up in camp lately. Um, Benny's. Benny Snell, they did like a weird interview with him, and he said, "Oh, I'm focusing on on special teams this year," which <laughs> like Antonio Gibson. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh God, Gibson truthers. I feel so bad for them, but <laughs> um, but I
1: like the guy, man. I just, I, I just wish they would use him the way he needs to be used.
0: Yeah, that's a weird team because obviously they're a weird situation because you know the whole McKissick thing, like. Yeah, I know um, Gibson was a was a decent wide receiver in college, but and I just found this out, but you know who else was like an even better wide receiver in college? Who? McKissick. Oh, <laughs> I, I had no idea. I didn't know he was a wide receiver, and like, so it's like you kind of can't blame him. Like he is, he is a very, very good pass catcher too. So it's hard to blame him not for to not throw him the ball, but. I get it for fantasy. Like people just, they want him to, to get the ball, but then he does something about it, and where he fumbles or, you know, apparently he's not a good, not very good at pass pro either. And, you know, if you're a good pass protector, you're going to get out in the field more. You're going to come and, you know, get more opportunities too. So, um, tough situation. But River Ron, like he, he sees his team one way and went slimming with him the last, however many years when he was in Philly too like he he makes some plays where you're just like oh my god how did he do that and then he'll make another play where you're like oh my god how did he do that (laughs) you know kind of good in a bad way but um, I've seen him make these just these you know phone booth passes where just he looks elite and just sidearm and looking and then the next play he'll throw it right to the defense for a pick six so it's kind of the issue with Wens his whole career. But, um, but yeah, moving on. So you got Tier 3, you got Kyler. Which is interesting. Um, he's really fallen. I mean, he's the 10th ranked player, but um, Kyler, you got Christian McCaffrey at 11. DeAndre Swift at 12. This is all Tier 3. Um, Lamb at 13. Javante at fourteen, Cooper Cup at fifteen, Pitts sixteen, AJB seventeen, and Dak at eighteen. So this is where things get a little interesting. Got a bunch of running backs in here. So you got CMax, Swift, Javante, and Javante. <laughs> yeah. So there's three um, three running backs that. Depending on how their season goes, they all might take a dip. But Javante maybe is the one that can also make a big jump, depending on how they use him and how the splits are this year. Would you agree with that? you? How are you? What are your thoughts on Javante? Do you?
1: I love me some Javante,
0: <laughs> and I think you lo- you're also a fellow Melgo truther, right?
1: Uh, I like Melvin, but I don't think he's not. I don't think he's gonna have the year that. No.
0: He's- no, he's in the decline of his career,
1: yeah, big time. And just having you know, like you said, they signed him so late, they didn't like, Yeah, we can either come or go. And mm-hmm. now, but injury, but I guess he's still practicing. And and he even came out himself, it's like they want Javante to be the guy, so he's it's it's not going to be the, the split that it was, I think. And Javante, yeah,
0: just, so. that being said, if something ever did happen to Javante, um. I think they would be comfortable giving Melvin Gordon, you know, 70, 80% of the carries and, you know, spelling him. Like he's, he's still really, really good, good running back, even though he's 29 years old. Um, I think he's kind of like, maybe not quite the same build, but like Adrian Peterson, where he's just like defying age and, you know, not to that level, but, um, if something ever happened to Javante, you know, I think he could definitely, uh, definitely win you some weeks or if you had him get a second for him pretty easily
1: yeah yeah I'd probably get up a second for him eh, maybe not I don't know like
0: if if I, I needed him and was like yo that's that's the piece like I need a guy this week and um like cause he was very very good last year with, with the carries that he's gotten and stuff but he's not Javante but um but but yeah so Swift too kind of like He's always been plagued with injuries, but, you know, watching Hard Knocks and stuff, like, they they want him to be the guy. You know, there's no question about that. Like, Jamal Williams is uh, a good backup, but he's a plotter. He, he has zero hands. Like, he cannot catch for anything. But um, serviceable running back, you know, good, good, you know, RB. Like, if he was my RB4 on a team, I'd be more than happy with that. Like, a guy you can plug in on bye weeks or – you know, again, if something happens to to Swift, that he could easily get you twenty PPR points. Yeah, in a week, but um, not the upside that Swift has, but uh, but but very, very highly regarded in Dynasty and in Superflex too. Like he, I've seen some mega deals for Swift go on um, this year for sure. Like this is kind of like. Feels like his make or break season. Like if DeAndre Swift ends the year with twelve games and you know finishes as you know the RB, I don't know, are somewhere between the RB fifteen to twenty five. You could see guys being pretty hesitant on on drafting him in the second round of startups next year.
1: Yeah, you agree on that? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the same thing for Cooper Cup. He's at fifteen, right? Yeah. There. Yep. And looking down in the next year, you see T. Higgins at 20. Right. (laughs) Coming next year, I'd probably
0: swap him. I was just about to talk on him. Yeah, because age. So he came in, like him, Calvin Ridley. um, They came into the league pretty late, too. I think they were like 23, 24 years old when they entered the league. Something like that. Maybe a year or two off. But they were a little older coming into the league. So they kind of like broke out a little later, too. Um obviously that last year was incredible and um you know wasn't ever gonna happen with Jared Goff. Like he got him some serviceable years and you know, wide receiver one years, but but yeah, you know, in Dynasty, like we're all pretty ageist <laughs> and uh, um everyone wants to play the long game, but at the same time, like we're super quick to react on any kind of news too. But I think that's funny, but um, but yeah, next year, you know, when you're doing drafts and you click on that, that name and the first thing you see is that three, you know, under the age, <laughs> it's kind of lower down. Like Devonte Adams, he's, I think even if he was in green Bay, he would still be going kind of around where he, he was in startups this year, maybe not quite as low, but you know. Late round three, maybe early round four, maybe a little bit higher, early round three, something like that. If he was still in Green Bay with 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 Rodgers, with Rodgers, absolutely. Yeah, but but when people see that age thirty, it, it puts puts the brakes on them because you know their their times drawing near. But um, but yeah, other than that, I mean AJ Brown, I love it. I love it as a Philly fan. I I'm dying to get his jersey. That's just the one I want so bad. Still, <laughs> my old. In one, but uh, still rocking that on Sundays. But um, but it sounds like they're feeding him. Like uh, apparently, Sirianni is this, and yet to be seen. But he's this wide receiver guru, and you know knows how to makes all these plays. Like um DeMonte Smith had quietly had 900 yards last year on the lowest passing volume team in the league. So. Um, but it's going to be tough with, you know, how, if, if, if he takes a step, even if he does, if Hertz does take a step forward this year with passing, they still have Goddard. They have, you know, Smitty, they got AJ Brown. Um, you know, Quez Watkins is, is a decent field stretcher. Obviously not going to you know be starting him in fantasy, but, um, he's kind of better for a team than he is a fantasy team, but it's going to be hard to see him on the field and, um, And then the running backs, Kenny Gainwell, he was like the highest rated pass catcher in last year's class. And the guy wasn't even being used at the end of last year. So, um, but, but he's got the youth, he's got the contracts, he's got kind of the safety of guaranteed money. So I think we'll probably still see him in that same tier next year. Um, what say you about AJB?
1: I, I so I was out on him, then I'm back in on him. That was out on him. So yeah, I'm back in on him, man. I think I think he's gonna be something special in Philly with the uh, with Jalen in there. And, uh, yeah, they're sort of, they're just gonna really open it up. There you got to defense has got to be ready for Hurst to run. It's already a good running game, and then have right. Brown, Goddard, Smitty out there. It's just it's gonna be a, a very potent offense, and everyone's gonna eat. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, it might be kind of like a hard to guess who's going to be the guy this week kind of team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like with Hertz being the steady drum, um, I think Goddard will probably be. If he doesn't finish as a as a, the tight end, you know, eight to ten higher, I think I'd be pretty surprised because he's going to just feast in the middle of the field, but. um aj brown i'm not going to be surprised like i hate it when people say this and and i normally don't but i can see them using aj brown kind of in the diva role of jet sweeps kind of using them at the backfield just like manufactured touches yeah like, you know yeah. what i mean like literally forcing the ball to him <laughs> because that was kind of Hertz's hurts his problem last year is like he couldn't you know, get through his reads and get the ball out to people. And they kind of solved the problem by getting him a guy that's amazing with yards after the catch. Yep. So it's a guy, I love the connection. So, but obviously health hasn't been his friend, um, AJ Brown's friend since, you know, really since college, but, um, coming into the league, but they wouldn't have signed him either if he wasn't hundred percent healthy. So, I'm always kind of a little pessimistic when it comes to the Eagles and uh, being on my fantasy teams. I'm, I'm kind of like not a homer when it comes to that, you know? Right. But but we'll see. But, um, but yeah, so we got through three tiers. Um, maybe we could put a little pin on that for now. Um, the wife keeps coming in, giving me looks here. So you got to wrap it up. But uh, anything, uh, anything else you want to touch on or, or bring up real quick or – and if you guys are in the TA league, send a
1: send one trade request out a week, man. Just send something
0: out. Go, there. let's go, let's go. Yeah, we're gonna change the name here. Come on, but yeah, yeah. That's why I'm getting these little bullshit third <laughs> third rounder deals done just to see if that'll spark a little action in the chats. But just one a week. That's all. Come on. Yeah, maybe we'll, if, we'll see how this goes. I was thinking of. I don't know, I don't want to say it, but maybe doing a little poll of seeing if people want to change the tight end scoring next year of maybe down to two tight end premium and like a bonus point for, I don't know, just thoughts going through my head, seeing how, I obviously want to see how the year goes, but what we'll, uh, I don't know, we'll see how it goes, but, but yeah, seeing if that would spark some more action or, or some more, because everyone in the leagues active, active are you know, we're all degenerates, you know? <laughs> At the end of the day, we're all on every day, so it's not that. That's that's the reason, but, but yeah, definitely agree. Let's get some trades going and uh, got the, got the year coming up. So, but yeah, Jan, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on with me. And, um, it's hopefully a lot, some more trades to talk on next week. For sure, brother. Sounds good. All right. All right. See you, Jan. Thanks guys for listening. Better. All right. See ya. <laughs>